Welcome to the Magic Missile. Uh, we're joining back into the Ursulone campaign, and we'll start off with a quick recap of the last session. Uh, so last we left off, the Chainbreakers had made their way to Brashev, a small village of giants in the Cindercrest Mountains. When they arrived, a village's leader by the name of Gatnar was in his final moments of life. He gifted a special horn to load and told the group of Rylus, his very impulsive younger successor, as well as a deal he had struck with Eldrag, the White Demon. In exchange for a significant portion of their captured food, the giants of Brashev would be, quote-unquote, protected by Eldrag. Rylus, determined to provide for his fellow giants and not just scrape by on leftovers, set out to defeat Eldrag. After a close encounter at the sacrificial altar outside of the Frost Gauntlet, where Eldrag's lair was, the Chainbreakers set off in search of Eldrag to attempt to broker a deal. Narrowly avoiding traps and solving some puzzles, the party made their way through the caves of the Frost Gauntlet, only to find themselves face-to-face -face with a massive skeleton. Upon further inspection, the skeleton appeared to be that of a Leviathan, one of three ancient beings tasked with protecting Ursulonia. As the group came to this realization, Eldrag, an adult white dragon, smashed through one of the cave's icy walls and took on the party. As the situation for Eldrag became more and more dire, he used his icy breath on the party, which immediately killed War. Rifier, enraged by his fallen friend, finished off the white demon in a vicious and ruthless manner. As Eldrag fell, most of energy from the Leviathan entered War and resuscitated him and the second Leviathan, Zuta. Zuta mentioned that the final Leviathan lies dormant in Lake Gotara, outside of Silverton. So we're going to actually pick up, not in the caves, not even with the Chainbreakers, um, but we pick up in a tavern. You see an older human man sits at a table facing the entrance. He's quiet and kind of kept to himself, uh, seemingly lost in thought, staring deep into his flagon of ale in front of him. I'm so close, he thinks to himself. It should be back in our possession by nightfall. With it, we'll be able to keep Thralmar in appeased until we find a way out of this deal. Despite his general unfocused and disheveled appearance, he's very well aware of his surroundings. There have been five patrons that have entered the bar since he was served his ale. The dragonborn nursing the ale at the bar. Their human friend next to him who's trying to hide that they're on their fourth. A human man and woman who sat down for dinner and a drink. There looks to be something wrong between them. Uh, not not the happiest of couples. And a lone halfling is finishing up a turkey leg that looks a little overcooked. There have been seven songs played by the bard at the piano since the older man sat down. Three of them from Edrin. Why is he focused on this? 
The man takes a deep breath and centers himself. He stands up, politely pushes his chair under the table, leaves a silver piece as a tip and starts to head out the door. As he's right by the door, right near the, the torches near the door light, his partially covered blue and orange hair reflects the light, kind of glistening beneath the wrap, and he heads off into the night. Back in the frost gauntlet, the now unmoving behemoth of Eldrag's corpse lie in the icy remains of the wall that he burst through. The party is now all alive, uh, thanks to these um, these moats that came from the, the ancient Leviathan Zuta. Uh, and behind the corpse of Eldrag, the cavern seems to go another couple hundred feet into the, the depths of the mountains. Uh, as silence fills the, the cavern, it doesn't get to full quiet. You hear the sound of rushing water kind of off deeper in the, the lair. Uh, you see Rylus kind of gets up, stands to his feet, and brushes off some of the, the snow and ice that's built up from him from the, the icy breath. And he walks over and checks on the, the fellow giants. Uh, you see that Bolor, one of Rylus's uh, party, looks to have been caught by Eldrag's uh, icy breath and doesn't appear to be moving. You see the, the motes of energy that resuscitated Vor float off over to Bolor, spin around him for a second, and then dissipate into mist. Uh, you see Muto, who is Rylus's best friend and, and kind of right-hand man, is kind of also brushing off the, the snow and ice. And Rylus turns to the party. You all, you have done a great deal to help our village. Eldrag's death is a great freedom for us, as we can now make sure that our families can survive off of the food we hunt. Whether you realize it or not, your actions today have saved the lives of many, and we can now ensure that we can survive through the winter. My hope is that I can lead the people of Rashev with the same bravery that you have shown today. You have my unending gratitude. And he bows deeply to you. What do you guys do? Uh, I gesture back um, uh, to acknowledge uh, what he said, but clearly I'm fixated on Voir. I think we all are. Do you require any more of us? I think we could take it from here. I will return to Brashev, and I, I suspect the people there would pay you a great service to to thank you in person for the freedom that they they now have. I I would be honored if you accompanied us back to Brashev. I, I can't speak for the rest of us, but uh, I know we are looking forward to getting back to a town to rest and heal. But for right now, we need to mend our wounds before we start back out. Understood. And he, he walks over to to Davin, who's kind of catching his breath along the wall and, and starts to chat with, with Davin a little ways away from you. So you, you all have kind of each other now. Um, I'm going to throw uh, 18 heal on Voir, um, okay. 9 on Tobar. Anybody else? How's, how's everybody looking? Load, right here. Fine. Fine. Okay. Um, is, is either of you not topped off? I'm three down from Max. Yeah, no, I was talking to Voir and Tobar. Oh, yeah. No, I'm 10 of 51. So. <laughs> All right. Then I'll give you another 11. Yeah, I'm at 19 of 30, um, so I'm pretty good, but I'm not all the way. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. 63 of 93. That is all of my spell slots now. Um, I'm completely tapped. I might be able to use my Leer for something. It's all good. But, good. Yeah, but I, I, that's that's what I got. I got a healing potion as well if we need to bust that out. So, Mar is uh, gingerly kind of 
standing back up. Um, he seems even more sort of reclusive um, than normal, more internally focused. He's sort of looking down and looking at himself. You can see that he has um, blue streaks running up each of his arms um, from where he threw his arms up, uh, you know, as a last-ditch effort against the uh, the ice blast. Um, he uh, he thanks you, John, and he looks he looks at the whale skeleton, the and and kind of stands in contemplation, not saying anything. What happened? Did you just die? I don't think we'd be talking to him if he died. I think I did. I don't know how I... John will confirm he did. I don't know how I came back. In the middle of of War's sentence, Lode runs over and picks him up for a giant bear hug. War very uncharacteristically hugs him back very tightly. Good, because it's a long one. And actually starts to cry. It's kind of gentle at first, but it, it becomes a full heave as he's held up by um, by Lode. Lode is full on ugly crying <laughs> with War snot running down his nose. War keeps repeating, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, Jean's going to uh, just kind of take a seat. Um, he's going to kind of pull his cape under his butt and just take a seat on the ice and just kind of pull his knees up to his chest. Um, he feels awful about the situation. I mean, you're okay now, Var. No need to, no need to worry about any of that stuff. Might be a good idea to start doing some push-ups, but Var <laughs> uh, sort of pulls himself a little bit together at that and um, indicates to load to sort of set him, set him back down. Can I roll a perception check to see if I notice this? <laughs> yeah, go for it. I thought you were just going to be like, he doesn't. <laughs> I, I'd say I, that's that's pretty good. A 16. Uh, I'd say you'd be able to notice that. Okay, I notice it, but I ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Intelligence check to see if he knows what it means. <laughs> <laughs> I finally put him down. Looking over, I see that Jean looks a little beat up, so I go over to him. War turns the the group as a whole and, and stands before him. He bows half deeply um, and says, "I I owe you all more apologies. I'm very sorry. I I'm very very sorry for the way I've treated." You. This point, I'm going to speak up. I'm going to say. Stand up, you blundering fool. You don't owe us anything. You're a part of us. You're a part of this group. Why are you saying sorry? You've done nothing to us. Agreed. What have you done that's so egregious to us? That you owe us an apology and a half bow. I don't want to see you bow to me. You are not... I'm not above you. We are equals. We're in this together. No matter what comes. That is what I'm apologizing. I have not treated you like equals. None of you. I have viewed you as means uh, to an end. A means to my end, which I saw. And I realized it wasn't until what happened it took me to realize what I had been doing. But I won't bow. You're right. 
but I do owe you an apology. And I guess for that, I accept your apology. But from now on, equals. Lotus sitting next to right to John with her arm around his shoulders, and looks up to Vor and says, "Is forgiven." He's not exactly sure what he's apologizing for, to be honest. But he'd forgive him anyway. Jean's going to stand up as uh, Lode comes over and kind of give a uh, half-baked smile to to Lode and then look at Voir and say, I'm sorry. Let's get out of here. Riker's going to walk over to Voir and put a dragon blood-soaked arm around us and he's like, it's all good. Just, Just really messy. I still have a lot of, like, fluids on me. Like tendrils and veins. Like whatever's whatever's like up in the roof of your mouth. It's just all over the right side of me. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually uh hold on. Giants. I mean, I guess everybody. Are dragons edible? Eatable? Like do they cook well? Kind of has been leaning up against the the wall on the far side of the the cavern that you all are in. He looks over. Uh, yeah, why wouldn't they be? Meat is meat. Jesus Christ, I look behind me like I completely forgot Daffin was there. He scared the shit out of me. (laughs) You're still here? Figure I'd be able to to take something out of the... the lair. I mean, there's there's probably at least some clothes in there that I could wear. You can take the javelins. Thanks, Slode. I, I sincerely walk up to Daffin uh, and extend a hand up um, to shake his hand. And I say, I appreciate the assistance. He kind of uh, looks you, you up and down. Thanks for giving me the chance. I just didn't want to die, really. I could give a shit about you guys, but I I wanted to get out of there. Yeah, I get that. Does he shake my hand back? Uh, he does. Okay, cool. After right, that, I'm totally going to walk up and exchange pleasantries with Daff and Handshake or whatever it is that he's accustomed to. He looks more awkward with you since he just shook the hand of of uh, Jean as he walked over. So he's like, hey, okay, I guess. I was going to say, I'm going to drain some of this dragon's blood and collect a few of its teeth. Anybody want anything? I was about to say, do we see anything like loot-wise? I imagine John would be okay <laughs> without gutting and skinning a dragon. I'm going to do it. Um, Can Bar do an Arcana check to see which of the components would be useful for magical spells? Um, yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. Can I have the battle axe back? Yeah. I think it's good to give him the battle axe back. I mean, is it though? Is it still cursed even though we killed the I dragon? I would say guy? under one condition on if you start hearing those voices again, you tell us. But I legitimately wasn't sure if that was like my own mind. Do you want me to tell you when I have thoughts? No, because I would become tireless. <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> I don't know what goes through his head. Lord, I think we can find you a better axe. Can I can I hold on to this one until we find a better battle axe? <laughs> I promise you on my oath that we will find you a better axe as soon as we can. But I would ask, as a friend, that you leave this one here. I fear he's just pulling out a dragon's tooth from its mouth. It's like, yeah, well said! Just, <laughs> just like, ripping that thing. Um, okay. I, I, I don't know how long we'll be here. Um, I'll cast a, a tiny hut. Um, 
you know, if we're not here very long, it's I no think, big deal. Well, I think the the Giants were waiting on us before they started leaving. Because we said we were going to mend up and then they were going to go back. And I would kind of like to go back with them, especially with that owl bear out front. Yeah, it's a good point, too. All right. Before we leave, do you guys have any like vials or anything? I mean, VAR, do you think? I don't oh, know. yeah. No, I'm definitely coming over with you and we're filling up. I have four vials and we're filling them all Wait. up. Ten. I got it here over 10. Yeah. Uh, so the, the Arcana check, um, the 10, you get a, a general sense that like, teeth are probably going to be helpful somebody could do something with blood you're not really sure but it seems like worthwhile to pick up some of these things that like whatever you can reach you you grab uh yeah well Ward's got a bunch of vials too right here um so yeah you'll Uh, load you to to drain the blood awesome thanks uh can i have everybody make a perception check we'll start there Perception. Okay. Um, John's also got a bunch of leftover clothing. Um, I I guess I'll leave it up to the DM to decide if any are human size. I have to imagine that someone have to be at least large enough to fit load. Like I would hold on to some of his clothing. Probably. But I'll make sure to give some of that to Daphne because I have I have quite a bit. I have a couple sets of costumes, uh, clothes, fine clothes. I I got all sorts of stuff for social situations, deception. So, oh, yeah, Daphne. Yeah, I said you could like, I think, keep the pants or the one of them, but not the other. Go ahead and just keep both the pants and the jacket. I don't need any of them back. He, he looks over you. Thank, thank you. I, I think he, he looks down, kind of sees that the. The once nicer clothes are just torn to shit from uh, battle. They're they're just oh. ripped and shredded and not looking good. Also covered in. Um, if that's the case, can I go up to him and cast mending? Sure. You see the the fibers kind of. Uh, fuse back together, repairing all of the rips, and as it does, it kind of like shoots off the the blood and viscera from the the dragon that is kind of woven his way in, and uh, you see him looking fairly regal with the uh, the the finer clothes that that Rifier had given him. I go there, all better, and I slap him on the butt, walk away. I rolled a three on perception, so I imagine Rifier's just like. 100% tunnel vision focused. You are like fully focused on, on dragon surgery. Uh, but, but Jean, you see uh, a bit beyond the dragon into this, this cavern. You see that the, the ground is shinier than you expect. Almost like it has kind of a, an ice sheen to it, uh, a nice layer of ice. And with a, a 21, you see a few glints of of gold and and what looks like things buried in the ice under underneath the surface of of the the, the floor behind Heldrag. I, uh, I I point it out to the team um, and say, uh, Voir, do you have something that you can melt the floor with? I might, I might not. Fireball. Voir actually does yeah. have a bunch of spells left because he didn't get that many out. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got my glove thing, don't I? You do. Oh, you have right. your fire glove. I have a wind wall. I'm not thinking that's going to help us. And I have stone shape. So if there's any stone, I could I could help by receding some of the stone back. But that would be about the best I could do. I also have some tinderbox, a tinderbox and some torches. War has. Oh, yeah, you got torches. But War has flaming sphere. That's pretty much all he has. Mm. Fireball. 
Um, so you can kind of run it over, but it's a second level spell. I don't know if we want to use that, if torches would work. Well, the, the glove is a, um, a, a cantrip too. Right. The glove might be. Actually, go ahead and make a intelligence check, everybody. That is looking at the ice. Load uh, could also just try to punch his way through. I mean, that's worked before. Yeah, uh, with Vars 18, uh, even John's 14, um, you get the sense that Jean, although he was kidding, that plan actually would, would work. You see large cracks in the ice leading up to the treasure underneath. They look like they were were kind of made when Eldrag wasn't able to fly up into the top of the cavern and instead had to land and landed hard. The The landing broke the ice and you can see it's pretty close to fully breaking. All right. The roof look, Tyler. Like, does it look cracked as well? Does what look cracked? The roof and the walls, like, going up to it. Make a perception check. Hell yeah. I see everything. <laughs> yeah, you can. You saw the future. You don't see any cracks yet, but you do see water starting to bead uh, along the, the sides of the ice with a 27 perception check. Well, I think this would cave down if we start melting the ice down here. Actually, roll an intelligence check to, to know for sure. Is that something you'd be vocalizing, Testobar? Depending on where this was, uh, an 18. Um, I think I'd be thinking at first, and then I'd kind of be like thinking out loud. So yeah, I probably would. So with, with an 18, uh, you can see that the water beating up along the sides and the basically anywhere that you're seeing ice and seeing Eldrag dead and the reports of uh, more intense winters, the, the previous few winters, you kind of piece together that with Eldrag alive, the winters and the frost and snow and ice were that much more intense because of the presence of Eldrag uh, around. Uh, with Eldrag dead, that impact on the weather and the ecosystem nearby is no longer there. So all of the snow and ice and harsh winter conditions that, that were there previously, those will all start to go away. And so what you're seeing is the the layer beginning to melt around you. I, w- I would definitely be like going, hey, guys, like, I don't think we're in immediate danger, but this is starting to melt. And I don't think we're going to be safe here for hours maybe a few more minutes but i would definitely like let's say let's get going soon if we if we had our our boys uh do some kicks and punches down try to break through grab a couple things and then we just head out we don't push it too far that sound good for everybody else yeah i mean there's nothing really stopping us from grabbing everything right i also can like throw a quick fly on somebody um if necessary or is also gonna prepare fly as a reaction in case things starts going down, things start going down. He can cast it, I think, and have it two people when he casts it up. I, I have one that's just a daily use, so if you want that one too far, you can keep one of your spell slots. Well, this way we can get more people to fly. Who else is going to be hitting? I'm not going to do much. Yeah, but we're in a whole cavern of ice. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see. I, I was thinking you and I would work together to get make sure everyone can fly. Because I've got the broomstick. Yeah. I can fly. And if, we, yeah. if you cast it on one person, I cast it on two, then we should be good, right? Yeah, and then I got, like, Featherfall as well, um, which doesn't matter because I can't use it because uh, <laughs> I am out of spell slots for that one. But Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, let's start breaking some ice. 
All right. Oh, never mind. I didn't prepare fly today. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, I got fly. I got levitate. I got. I I got a couple things that'll keep us going. Keep us moving. Cool. Load. Do your thing. Shall we? Oh yeah. Uh, go ahead and make some attacks. Anybody who's uh, attacking, I'm going to throw Bardic Inspiration on you. Just let me know who you are. Would oh. I would I know that, um, if this ice could damage any of my weapons? You get the sense that like you've, you've probably hit ice before, knowing where you've come from. Um, and with a sharp enough blade, uh, especially one like you have, you're pretty confident you're not going to see much uh, damage. It, it might dull a little faster, but I, you take care of your, your weapons as a adventurer. Um, and so it's nothing that would have mechanical impact. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go into a rage. Okay. And bring down my great axe on the, on the ice. You get two attacks, but... <laughs> part of inspiration, part of inspiration. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> Rifier uh, swings down at the the ice, uh, kind of turns his his fists into to almost picks, and uses his knuckles to to kind of dig at some of the cracks in the ice. And you see the the ice kind of splinter and crack a bit further. And Load kind of lumbers over with his his great axe and runs and slams it down in the, the center, uh, causing the ice to spiderweb and and shatter outwards. Um, but it still seems to be hanging in there, kind of kept in place by the pressure of pieces next to it side. Um, and the the ice kind of shifts downward a little bit uh, from from loads impact. I know what, uh, <laughs> you okay? how it feels now. Yeah, it's basically the same thing as dying. I know. The embarrassment alone. <laughs> I'm about to die of embarrassment. Uh... So yeah, I stand back up. I come out of rage because I'm not attacking anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Load, why don't you do one good jump? Like, like just one good, uh, just solid jump and see if you can just knock some of this ice loose. Yeah, so I do, a, I do an eight-foot jump and come down. Should I do an athletic check to see if I land well? Yeah, sure, why not? It's ice. I mean, that makes sense. Fall on the butt. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you you land on the center of this spiderwebbed ice, and as you do, your right foot uh, kind of pushes a the the ice under you uh, down, and that causes the the area the the twenty foot radius splintered area to just drop. Uh, the the ice all kind of falls apart. That was enough to kind of push one of the pieces through, which dropped all of the pressure across the the surface of the ice and uh it drops you about six feet into um this large ice bowl um that essentially is a pile of of treasure on it uh so you you now are standing on top of um coins and a couple chests and um looks like a, a weapon or two um just a, a a mound of of junk that's been collected here. Hey guys, come get some shit. All right, don't bark, jump into loads arms. <laughs> I start tossing stuff off out up out of the pit, <laughs> and I feel like I'm not going to know what's really valuable, so I'm just being fairly indiscriminate. 
Okay. Um, what are, uh, what would you, what would you have told the Giants and Devin to do during this time? Me? Just the party in general. Oh, I would have told them to come get some treasure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they, they come over and um, Devin's kind of just waiting a little impatiently uh, as gold kind of lands at, at near his feet. He quickly picks it up and um, like puts it into a, a pocket that he's made out of his shirt. Um, uh, looks... I have a pouch. I hand him a pouch so he can put coin in the pouch. Okay. Uh, so he starts putting the as as much coin as he could pick up into this pouch. Um, he's kind of eyeing some of the the equipment that uh, still has yet to be thrown up. Uh, the giants are are kind of not super Im- impressed. They they look down into it and see a bunch of gold and yeah, it's it's gold. Uh, and any what bows? Uh, make a perception check. Uh, can Rifer do an extra perception check just to see if there's like anything that would pertain to him down there? Same, same with John, of course. Sure. Uh, yeah, just go ahead and make a perception check for everyone across the board. Dope. Okay. okay. We got an 11 for Tobar, 13 for John, 14 for Rifer, 14 for Load. So highest is 14. Um, so between the lot of you, uh, you all pick up a plus one shortbow, a a silver ring with a gold inlay um, and what looks to be an orb on the the side of it. Um, 342 gold pieces and 2,131 silver pieces. Uh, Tobar, can you make another perception check for me? Yes. 23. 23. Jesus. Yeah, solid. Um, so with the 23, you see that the ice is looking pretty thin in some places. Um, you're, you're starting to see rock poke through, uh, where the, the ice used to kind of insulate. Um, and you know that you don't have much time at this point. Okay, guys, like we got to go. We got to go like now. All right. No complaints for me. So is there a hole at the top of this thing? Um, you're starting to see the uh, like a, a light come through the, the ceiling, uh, the, the roof. Um, it's about 80 feet up, I believe I said last week or uh, last last session. Um, and you can see that there is some natural daylight on the other side of it. It's still a couple feet thick. Um and so it's it's not fully uh, traversable yet. It's uh, kind of blocked off. Okay, I was going to say we could just fly out of here if we really wanted to and avoid that owlbear situation altogether. The giants can take care of that if they want, but maybe if they're uh, if this thing is still up there, we just avoid that altogether. Um, actually, John, make a perception check for me. Doing lots of perceptions. Yep. 19. 19. Uh, you see kind of on the other side of this um, this large cavern, um, you had heard rushing water when you when everything kind of went silent and you see a crack in the, the side of the cavern uh, big enough for um, about two of load size to get through. 
uh, and kind of beyond the crack, you kind of see a, a small wave ripple, like rapids or so. Uh, I mention it to the team. I say, hey, let's go in there. Does the ice look maybe a little more stable in there so like we wouldn't fall through? Not necessarily. Mm, okay. I mention it to the team. Um, how thick is that area? Uh, the the ice still looks fairly thick here. Um, it's It's a good mixture of ice and rock and between the cavern wall and the the other side where the uh the river room is uh is about four feet um but it looks like that's starting to to melt a bit you mentioned uh rock in there i do have stone shape could i make the rock in there shatter the the ice is that something that i could maybe do uh i'd say so yeah. Well, I'll go um, ahead and use a uh, fourth level spell stone shape um, and try to shatter uh, using the rock that's in there, shatter the ice uh, to create a passage for us. OK, you uh, you explode this this crack through this uh, this wall and make a, a, a decent sized tunnel um, about 12 feet wide, 10 feet tall um, to get to this this room with a river in it. You see that it's not much more than that. Uh, you see the river uh, starts kind of up the the mountain a bit. Uh, the kind of goes off in the river, turns off into the darkness, um, but looks like it's coming from uh, an uphill uh, location. And uh, off to the right uh, side of the room, you see the river kind of di- dive into a tunnel, uh, appearing that it goes down the mountain as well. I, I tell the party, hey, guys, over here, let's ride the river down. Um, and I wave Daphne over as well. In what? Uh, the giants kind of skirt around the the large hole uh, in the center of the room that that load caused. Um, we could sneak out the way we came, too. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you said uh, in what, I have no idea what I thought I was thinking there. I, what are we going to do? Yeah. Uh, but what it's three degrees out here. Yeah. I'm no, not jumping was... into water. Nope. Nope. That's not the way to go home guys. <laughs> Sorry. Disregard that. I'm about to jump work. into, I'm about to jump into the water. Load. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that makes no sense. Yeah. For a second, it made sense. And then now it makes no sense. I know you wanted to go hobbit on it, but no, hundred um, percent did. I, so one thing that you did see that I sh- should have made clear, I don't even know if I said the sentence and that kind of is a pivotal thing uh, in the the treasure pile. Uh, there were several barrels worth of of treasure that you, you kind of stumbled upon. A lot of it looked to be uh, kind of rotted wood inside the barrels or um, might have been fish at one point. Um, but okay, now we have kind of old things. Yeah. Uh, so. When you when when Tobar says that, I say, "Can you mend these?" <laughs> of, of course, and I immediately like get a big smirk on my face because I know where he's going. How many barrels are there? Uh, you see, for you to fit six in. barrels. We can't. There's not enough barrels for all of us. Well, Tobar and I can share. So there's like giants. Well, they can just walk through the water, man. We've seen it. They don't even care. I thought it went like under. Or is it just like going down the mountainside, or is it I thought goes, it goes It goes into a tunnel, uh, which there looks to be just a couple feet of clearance um, between the the river surface and the the top of the tunnel. It doesn't look like something that a, a giant would be able to walk down. Guys, I, 
I honestly think that owlbear is less dangerous than this. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's got flavor, you know? <laughs> it's got style. <laughs> Go down Hobbit style, Lord of the Rings, you know? I'm Bilbo Baggins, motherfucker. Hello, <laughs> turns to John. What are you talking about? I'm on I'm on his shoulders, telling um, him to get in the, the barrel. <laughs> Rylas. Um I look at Rylas, I'm like, Rylas, how do you think we should get out? I'm a hunter here. I, I don't know. I, I follow you guys. You guys lead me to the prey and I kill it. That's about it. I have always been taught to be as resourceful as I can on a hunt. You showed that in our hunt earlier. I think time is of the essence and this looks to be a, a solid way for you. Bolor, Vimthar, and I can find our way back. This river is the same river you crossed before. The river that goes by Brasha. You You've been in this river. Why is time of a, of the essence? Uh, he kind of gestures to the melting uh, cave around cave system oh, around it. coming down. Um, the ice appears to be holding g- good portions of this up. If we don't have much time to stay and chat, yeah. If they're if they're going out that way, then we'll, we can just go out that way with them. I mean, right? It's not going to be any like if they're going to make it out that way, then we can make it out that way. Right, right. Like, we're, way, we're way stealthier than they are for sure. So, yeah. I say we, I say we just go out the way we came. All right, yeah. I'm gonna still do it in a barrel. If you guys will just carry me, load. Um, I roll you in the barrel. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but uh, I wasn't seriously though. We could just fly out of here. That was my other thing. I'm like, we could just blast the ceiling, and we don't have enough people to. Not enough people to go up. Also, we have three. And we need four. Good idea that we stay with the giants just to make sure everyone in the group is okay. Okay. And Vor doesn't have uh, fly. Yeah, I don't have. I oh, don't that's have, right. You don't have fly. Well, no, yeah. but you have your. So let's 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 head with the people. Yeah, I know, so but he can't cast two, and you can't cast four flies. Right, but I can cast one on load, and he could just carry the two of us, and then I got uh, levitate to put on um, Rifear, and he could just hang on onto someone's leg. You know, nobody's gonna fall. Let's just walk out. <laughs> no, let's just walk out, dude. I want the style, guys. I really do. All right, we'll walk out. We walk out. How about this? I'm going to hop on Rylus's shoulder and go, I'm going with them. Okay. I'm, I'm still on. We started this hunt together. Let's end this hunt together. Well said. All right. Let's go. All right. <laughs> let's go. So you, you make your way back through to the t- the spot where you found the armor that uh, Tobar now possesses. You see the the kind of broken chest there, the, the stone chest that, that held the armors, uh, now surrounded by dry ground. Uh, it looks like the ice has melted around the, the base of this pedestal uh, and the, the water is already dried there. As you, you turn the corner, you hear a crack in the ceiling above you as the ice starts to shift. Need everyone to roll an athletics check. Um, I'm gonna put fly on load. I'm on load, um, but I'm gonna put fly on load. Um, do I still need to roll an athletics check? Um, or can load I roll would advantage? Say so. uh, oh, if man. anything, roll load or roll disadvantage. Because yeah, he's holding someone. Can uh, I I'll, use acrobatic. I'll take, I'll take load's disadvantage roll. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, say I'm on Rylus if that matters. Can I sub acrobatics for athletics? Uh, yes. What's what's the inspiration worth, Mike? Uh, it is a uh, D8. D8? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, D8 still. Uh-huh. So 
Tobar riding Rylus got a 10. Uh, load with Jean uh, at disadvantage got a 19. My man. Uh, Vor got a 5 initially with a 8 on inspiration, so 13. And Rife here got a 26. Um, so, with that, uh, Tobar and Vor um, take 8 damage as large chunks of ice fall from the ceiling and, and land and just barely miss hitting you directly. It kind of bounces off or slams into your shoulder, um, causing you to lose your balance. Tobar, you fall off of uh, Rylus's shoulders uh, and are kind of splayed on the ground as Rylus trips and falls as well. And you, you all get back up and, and start running. You see larger chunks of ice start to, to crack along the, the ceiling uh, in front of you. The walls start to... Uh, sheets of ice start to fall off of the walls into the center of the tunnel that you're in. And as you make it back, you pass an owlbear uh, who has been woken by the noise and is not particularly happy and is starting to lash out as it runs in, in fear from everything around it. So... Hey. You're free, owlbear. You can leave this place. Yeah, keep going. Stay <laughs> Dude, lead the way. I got your back. It's cool. Who's got yeah. animal docking? <laughs> Actually, yeah, Tobar actually does on her. <laughs> um, so I was going to say, because I didn't think we were at this owlbear just yet, I was going to say once we were getting close to the owlbear, I was going to ca- um, cast Speak with Animals just in case. Because I was going to say, hey, uh, my original one was going to be, hey, the dragon's dead. Like, if you want to move in, go for it. But now it's going to be more of a, hey, he needs to go save yourself. Don't worry about us. We're not a threat. So you, you cast Speak with Animals for this owlbear? Yeah. Uh, as soon as you do, um, you hear a very loud screech over the, the sound of the ice breaking and crashing. And just in, in your head, Tobar hears, Run! Run! Get out of the way! Run! 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 Makes out. Makes sense. And the other way, that one. <laughs> You see, it's it's kind of thrashing through the the corridor uh, and and runs into you uh, just until we get to kind of the next section. Uh, I need everybody to roll initiative. Well, before it runs into us, can I also cast a spell. Sure. Same. Uh, I cast fear. What am I doing? Okay, that will uh, change if we do how we do this encounter. So uh, we'll go with that. Wisdom rolled a twenty. Uh, 19 plus 1. Yeah, that, that does it. Everybody rolled so well on my spells lately. <laughs> Alright, man. I know. That's how it was in Curse of Strahd last week. Did <laughs> you guys roll well in Curse of Strahd? No, everyone was rolling well against me. I just roll poor, poorly all the time. Load am I still on your shoulders, or have you set me down? You can let me know. I'm just on my shoulders. Okay. It's better for me, thank you. <laughs> okay, so... So we got Toar first with Rifeir on deck. And we'll go from there. And mine yeah. should be 13. Um, so I want to try and calm this guy down and then point him in the right direction of where he's supposed to be going. Okay, uh, roll an animal handling check. All right, so you see the uh, the owlbear kind of pause and, and look to you for a second. Um, it still has, has speak with animals up. Why aren't you running? Run! Run! It's not safe. Run! 
We'll follow you. I don't want to go. Okay, follow us. With that, I'm going to say, guys, keep running, go. And then that's where I'll end my turn. Okay. Uh, right here, what are you doing? Hey, all right. Don't have to tell me twice. Going to head as far out here as I can. Okay. Uh, so, right here, you get to around this corner, and uh, as you get there, you see three three kind of beings of ice. They, they look like large mosquitoes kind of hovering and, and dodging these these falling ice chunks that are falling from the ceiling. And as you turn the corner, you see this this wall here on your right-hand side. It used to be just almost solid sheer ice all the way up. And now that ice has, has melted and, and fallen in half. And with it, it destabilized the, the rock wall. And the rocks are now tumbling in on these these ice mosquitoes. And the ice mosquitoes see the, the movement from you around the corner and start to head your way. And they will be added to initiative as well. I love that. Let me talk to them. It's okay. <laughs> I'm going to have a whole horde of people. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to do the dodge action and then say, uh, all right, trouble, potentially. Uh, Devin, kind of in the back, uh, is going to squeeze his way up and peer around the uh, the corner of the the rock here and look down and, and see he has a javelin. And he's going to attempt to use a javelin on these ice mosquitoes. Get him, bro. Uh, he rolled a nat one. Oh, no, that's a two. He rolled a two, uh, which is not going to do it. So Davin throws a javelin, and uh, as he does, uh, a chunk of ice falls out of the, the ceiling right above it and knocks the javelin off course, and the, the ice mosquito isn't uh, isn't phased. That brings us to Jean. Yeah, fuck that. Um, all right, I'm going to use um, Windwall, and I am going to past it at like a 45 degree angle um so it'll kind of run this direction um and be tilted this way so that we almost have like a path that we can run down um and it kind of keeps us safe from like falling rocks and things like that uh that means that these guys will probably have to make a um uh, constitution saving throw okay it got an at one and it has a minus two to strength so that is a negative one for that strength check okay uh, so you see it gets pushed, what, 10 feet back? Is that right? Uh, yes. Uh, you see the ice mosquitoes get pushed through some of these rocks uh, and and ice appearances. And there's now a wall of wind between you and, and some of these ice mosquitoes. So this is anything under 500 pounds and under will get pushed out of the way. Uh, if it's over, it will break through the wall. So if that helps you. Yeah, these are not over 500 pounds. I was more so just talking about sheets of ice, so. <laughs> yeah, you, you see, it, it does clear a, a bit of a path from the, the ice, um, but yeah. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going to use my movement with load, uh, but I'll use a bonus action and give uh, Voir another. Wait, Voir, did you use your um, your inspiration? I did, yeah. Okay, then I'll give Voir another inspiration. That'll, that'll be uh, my last one for the day. Okay. All right. Uh, that brings us to load. Make a run for it, man. Yeah. We got him blocked off, so. I'm just going to make a run for it. Okay, go for it. Uh, make a athletics check for me. Damn. Not bad. All right. That yeah, could have been worse. Um, 
yeah, as you're you're running with uh, John, you're realizing it's hard to dodge all of these chunks of ice, even with the wind wall uh, in effect and kind of pushing things out of the way. It's still chaos. Uh, these these ice shards are are falling from the walls and the ceiling. The the floors becoming slipperier as it becomes more wet. Uh, and with John on your back, you, you find it hard to to dodge all of these these ice chunks uh, easily and. Uh, you make it through, and each of you take two damage. Oh, no. We'll be okay, buddy. Guys, I only have 61 health left. So you both make it to here. Load is up the rest of your turn? Yeah. You see the owlbear um, kind of pushes its way up to uh, to get as close to Tobar as it possibly can. Why aren't you running? Run! 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 Run. Okay. We will. Uh, I have short legs. (laughs) That's going to be that. That's turn. Uh, Voir, you are up. Uh, I'll hop on the broom and... We're going this way. (laughs) Do the same. Yeah, we're running this way. Oops. However, I guess I'm as far as they, they got. Okay. Uh, you see the giants and Davfin uh, start to, to make their way this way. You get the sense that they're going back the way that they came, as it seems like the safer route. We went the um, right way. No, we went the right way. Okay, so that brings us to these ice mosquitoes, also known as ice methods. Uh, and you see and. pushed back uh, and they're they're not able to make it through but each of them is going to attempt to um, summon additional methods now all right so the way this works is there's a 25% chance that they summon 1d4 uh, additional methods and it can appear anywhere within 60 feet of it uh, so they are going to each uh, summon some additional method. Nine additional ice methods that they spawn. Hope they're all negative. On the other side of the wall, right? <laughs> it could be anywhere within 60 feet. Ah, motherfucker. Uh, so you see uh, a, f- a few ice methods. Some of them, uh, these two in particular, the ones closest to, to Voir and, and uh, Lode and, and John. Those two in particular, you see as the the ice um, isn't it isn't close to, to falling in the path. Certainly not anything less than a, a five hundred pounds. This ice method back here, it's a little harder to see because the the wind wall is kind of uh, causing up a, a a frost fog and it kind of blends in there. But you can't make out much else past this wind wall. So that will be the ice method's turn. And that brings us to Tobar. Okay. So I am going to run as well as dash to get as far down as I can. And I need to check how far I can run. But then I also have a job for Smokey as well. Um, so with that, then I'm going to have Smokey attack this one and then run over and past the smoke wall or the wind wall. To go through Trying the wind wall. Lure. Yeah, he's going to try and lure it back through the wind wall again. I'm not worried about Smokey. 
No, my concern is that I don't think that this works the same as like the firewall where it hits multiple times. It's just that they can't pass through it. Like when I open it up on them, then they take damage. But it doesn't say like they take damage continuously as like they're near the wall or anything like that. We're trying to get them on that side of the wall. So they can't chase us. That's all. And Smokey, I can resummon tomorrow, so I could care less. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not concerned about Smokey. Um, but yeah, so that's what I got. All right, so that should give you um, access to be able to move Smokey around. And you hear me just run all the way up here and go, "Oh shit!" Um, anything else you're doing, Tobar? Nope. Cool. Use my action and my bonus. Uh, right here. Um. <clears throat> I guess I'm going to signal to the giants and the owl bear and be like, this way, and then just do a a dash and my regular movement to get as far forward here while giving these mosquito dudes a wide berth. I don't know. I'm trying to think how. That's everything. All right. Uh, so Davin and the the giants, uh, you see them. Well, you see one of the giants kind of disappear out of view, um, and they. Continue back the the way they, that you initially came. Uh, that brings us to Jean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You bet it does. Mm. Voir, how you looking? Eleven. If I had to say it on a rating of one to thirty, I'm at eleven. Voir status goes up to eleven. Voir stats do only go up to eleven. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna hand Voir a, a greater potion of healing. Voir has a healing potion. Oh, never mind. Um, I'm not going to do that. Mark takes your healing potion. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, here's what I'm going to do, guys. I have a plan. I don't. I 100% don't. Um, I guess I guess I'm going to make it easier on load because um, you might be able to protect me better at this point if I'm not on you. I'm going to jump off of you and I'm going to chat. Now I know the issue that you guys were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm up here now. <laughs> It's not better. Uh, I I have nothing. Yes, I do. Actually, I take that back. I do have a thing I can do. I'm going to pull out uh, Myth Carver, and I'm going to use Blind um, as a bonus action. Oh, is it a bonus action? Sorry. It might be his own action. No, as a bonus action, I can emanate um, a, uh, a Blind. It's a con DC uh, 15 saving throw, and the targets in front of me are Blind. So I don't even know if I can see this guy over here. I can kind of see him on my screen, but at least this guy I'm going to make blind. Okay. You are not. Nope. He's good. I think he's they probably rolled, all right. <laughs> uh, two nat 20s. Uh, Jesus Christ. That's well, that's that was impressive. That was that was what I got. That's all I had. That's what I got. Um, you guys are up. <laughs> that's my turn. Uh, Load, you are up. Um. Can I try and do like a wall run over John to get in front of him? Uh, yeah, I'd say make an athletics check. Wait to go over John? Yeah, you 100% don't need to do that, but that's. Oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah. John, if you if you wanted a wall run, you could though. I do. For flavor, if you want, go yeah. for it. But I want to wall run past John to here. Okay. Uh, you will be passing the ice method here. I'm going to go into rage. Classic. <laughs> and I'm going to 
swing at this with my great axe. Okay. I go, I go watch this. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> or do. 26 hits. So that's 10 damage plus 7 radiant damage. Okay. You see, um, almost like a an ice sculpture you're 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 carving away chunks off of this ice method you cut off one of the wings and then you cut off the other and it looks to to kind of still be still be there but it definitely isn't looking in good shape okay i'm going to do that again i weakened it you know because i threw that blind up good job (laughs) does 15 hit um 15 does hit yes sweet and 14 damage. Yeah, you uh, you finish carving this this ice method till it looks like it looks like the rest of the broken ice that is has lined the ground. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Guys, I just went fucking Edward Scissorhands on these ice sculptures. You did. It's a dexterity saving throw. Yes. Wait. Eight. Wait, I can re-roll it with my fanatical focus. <laughs> Jesus. After saying that, I knew it. I was like, there's yeah, no yeah. way. This knows, man. Knows. You see this this ice method kind of turn into an ice sculpture in the only way Lode knows how, uh, by, by carving it with a giant battle axe. And what's left is this core of this ice being. And as as Lode brings his, his axe down, uh, across the the remainder of this ice method, um, the, this core of ice explodes and uh, load. You take uh, four slashing damage, but because of your rage, uh, that goes down to two. Uh, as a burst of jagged ice impales you, guys. I'm, I'm I've lost uh, thirty four hit points. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> You've lost more than Vor has. All right. Uh, speaking of Vor, that brings us to Vor's turn. All right. Vor casts Invisibility nice. on Vor. Okay. Good move. And then follows them. Vor, how far can you go on your broom? Can you go 60 feet like a normal fly on your broom? Uh, let me check, actually. Because fly gives you 60 feet. You should actually be... I mean, I'm not trying to put you in danger and put you ahead. Go where you want to go, but... It is 50 feet, so what would this be? Yeah, but he's not going to go ahead of... Yeah, that doesn't seem like a good idea. Just was wondering. But he'll, I guess he'll go, he's just as a part of the team, as part of the pack. Yeah. Right. Anything else you wanted uh, to take on? Nope. Good. All right. That brings us to the uh, Ice Method's turn. And uh, similar to the original three that were in that cavern, they get to summon additional Methods uh, and... Again, twenty-five percent chance if uh, if one comes out. How pissed are they gonna be? You imagine you're just hanging out, playing a bear, doing your thing. Get summoned into a cavern where shit is actively falling down right. and killing people. I see why they're attacking us. <laughs> I attacked the dude who summoned me. Yeah. I don't know who this is summoned to me. It might have been... Uh, which one? Look at how many are there. All right. Uh, so the, the ice methods, uh, all but this one, um, are attempting to summon a another method because they aren't able to uh, attack you for pulling you out of 
their uh, refreshing time in the the plane of air. Uh, so um, this last method um, kind of bounces between icicles, falling icicles, uh, up to load and uh, attempts a uh, ice breath, a frost frost breath. Uh, so everyone within a 15 foot cone. So that's uh, the four of you. Yeah. Make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, am I there too? Yep. So it's right here. Voir, Jean, uh, load. Oh, oh uh, uh, I use my reaction for your nat one to re-roll it. Uh, Toby. 24. Yes, please. I did you well, Mike. Mike, did you give me inspiration again? Did you... I did. You have an inspiration again. Voir uh, will use that also. Yep. Use it. You all brace yourself from uh, nice. this this ice breath. Uh, load takes the brunt of it, and having been used to uh, cold weather, it doesn't phase him hardly at all. Uh, and none of you take damage, so you you all are able to kind of take shelter behind Vor. Uh, sorry, behind load blocking the path and covering you all. Uh, and that brings us back to Tobar. It is your turn. Um, I fear you're on deck. So I'm gonna hop up with I'm gonna hop up with Rifear and his little crew. And I'm going to shoot him twice. Okay. No idea how I did. Uh seventeen and a twenty-seven. Uh both hit. Okay. Um would you allow sneak attack on the first one or no? Because he is flanked by a or is in combat hand to hand with a person. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, so first hit would be a 14 followed by a 9. Uh, so as you, you see this uh, this ice creature uh, exhale just pure frost on load, you, you unload two arrows into him and um, you see the, the ice shrivel up at, into the, the same core that exploded in front of uh, load and I need load to make a dexterity saving throw. All right, uh, you take this core uh, explodes again, and uh, you take one damage uh, as you were able to, to kind of know what to expect. Uh, you protected yourself um, and you took two damage, uh, but your um, rage brought it down to one. So you take one whole damage. Oh no, guys! Um, and then I'm gonna say to the group of guys, if if we need to leave this place, I can get us out of here. You just let me know. We need to leave this place. We get yeah, us out no, of here. Hey, man, it's great. So then, with my bonus action, I'm gonna take out the dagger and say, if that's the case, hold on to me. What uh, is it? Will that send us back to what? Like, I I grab him. I mean, yeah. All right, I'll grab him. I'm saying if you guys want out of this place and away from this land, you grab on. Oh, like way, way gone. Way, way we're gone. Close, we're close to the exit, I think. I'm just saying if you guys want, I can get us out of here, but it's going to get us way, way out. It's so cryptic. And all you have to do is be like, do you guys want to teleport to this place? <laughs> yeah, but I only have like four seconds to say everything. And I don't think I would be thinking straight. I, I think we can get out of here on our own. I I, 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 I place my hand on your hand and resheath the, the dagger as you're trying to pull it out. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> I just keep trying to pull it out. <laughs> like, Turn it out. Fight me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Toby. Bart, Bart grabs you. 
Mars Andrews. <laughs> Take me away. Take me away better than here. Mars, like, I died in here, motherfucker. Let me out. Uh... All right, Tober, anything else you want to nope. do on your turn? All right. Nope. Uh, right here. And John, you're on deck. Head towards where we we came from this area, right? Yes. All right. I'm going to keep going in that direction. Okay. Like, uh, uh, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, however, I can't seem to move my character, but yeah. Oh, you but... are in uh, in a bit of a stuck spot, huh? Oh, hey, that'll help. I moved you forward oh. out of the rock. More of these assholes. I'm going to move oh. all of you forward just so that you can move yourselves. Yeah, I'm going to keep going. Um, I'm going to use my bonus or as a bonus action, I'm going to use Step of the Wind. Okay. And use it to blow by these dudes, I guess. Uh, and then I guess I'll um, yeah, use the dodge action as my regular action and then just call that a turn. Okay. And shout out this way in in this direction or like well I guess shout out in this direction this way because that's where the giants would be sweet yeah that's my turn cool right here as you get close to uh to the entrance where you came in you see not what you saw when you you came in when you uh entered the frost gauntlet um what feels like a few hours ago um you saw the morning sky covered in in storm clouds you saw snow and and heavy winds and just rough weather um but now as you you walk towards the the exit uh you see the skies are are clearing you see a bright blue sky uh with a few patchy white uh fluffy clouds in the the distance it looks peaceful outside wait that brings us to Devin. so Daffin and the Giants have gone. Uh, Jean, you are up. Is it fair that Jean would be able to deduce that these are, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but these are elemental? Roll an Arconic check. Oh, no. I'm trying to think Ooh. of a... a f- or if I would just know what, why. what they are, um, as far as what type of creatures they are. I think you've been exposed to, to enough peculiar things in your travels pre- chain breakers that you you probably would have come across something about elementals uh and and so yeah i would say you you would know uh with an 18 you would have a, a rough idea that yeah these are elemental cool. um uh, i'm gonna go ahead jump up and slap um um uh, voir on the ass and give him protection from good and evil um that does drop my concentration with the wind wall behind us and i'm gonna take off real quick john you might not, i don't think you'll actually be able to because i'm invisible yeah, you don't know where Vor is. Unless Vor let you know where he was, I don't think I have. Um, not like because he's hiding, just because he hasn't thought. About it. I don't think I, he'd be able to know. Where who's the is. furthest behind then that I can help? <laughs> I guess that's the question. It's gonna be me because I didn't move this turn. Okay, then I'm gonna slap Tobar on the ass and give him protection from good and evil, um, and uh, and and just take off. Uh, gonna get right here. Okay. All right, that's my turn. Load. I'm going to come up. Still in a rage. I'm going to 
attack this fool. Okay. Do I give load flanking? Um, I would say yeah. That's the the closest you can get in this situation. Does a fourteen hit? A fourteen does hit. Yes. Sweet. I am a little surprised. You get the sense that these aren't the most powerful of of beings. Okay, so he takes um twenty two damage. Uh, you see, as your divine fury uh cuts into him, kind of causing your great axe to glow. Um, the the core responds with the same glow and explodes. Uh, I need John and Load to t- uh, take a dexterity saving throw. No, it's okay. I'm looking pretty healthy right now. All right, so uh, John, you take one point of damage as the ice core uh, explodes behind you uh, in a burst of jagged ice, and these ice shards kind of dig into your back, um, but not hard enough to penetrate your cloak. No! That brings us to Invisible Man, Voir. Um, Then Voir from here is going to cast Fireball right into the center of them. Okay. I think he can get all of them except for this guy. Yeah. Yeah, I I think you get all but one, and that's a DC 16 dexterity save. Uh, They rolled an 8 as a group. Uh, So you see the entire room... uh, engulfed in flames as uh, all of the ice uh, mosquitoes, the ice methods behind you seem to disappear. Smokey appears to have been in that as well. I rolled three ones? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. All right. You did get a six in there. Uh, all right. Yeah. Okay. No longer invisible. So you see this ice method uh, start to head towards Rife here. And one pop around the corner here and um, be up on John. Both of them are, or sorry, the one near John is going to attempt to summon more uh, and roll a three. And that does not, does not do it. This one is going to use uh, its frost breath. Uh, so I need Voir and Rife here to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, so yeah, both of you pass the, the throw. That's a DC 10. And so you take half as much damage. So you take two damage um, from the the frost breath from this ice method. Except right here, he's got evasion. That's true. So yeah, Vor right here. <laughs> invented in evasion. War is very invasive. Um, Tobar, you are up. Um, okay, so I am going to move up to here just to get a little better sight and. Okay. Going to shoot. Or just run. <laughs> yeah, we kill two and then we can walk out of here. Um, so that is going to be 9 plus 2, 11 plus 12, 23 altogether. All right, two, you watch as this uh, this front ice method. Uh, you see the method fly between ice as it's falling, um, trying to summon additional methods. And as you see it kind of bob and weave between the ice, you, you lodge two arrows uh, right below uh, what would be a, a throat. And uh, you see the the method kind of stop and curl and then explode into ice crystals. I need John to roll a dexterity saving throw. All right. So you take. As the the crystal explodes, you take three points of damage um as as ice crystals pelt you um 
And it looks like Tobar, you moved up to be even with Jean. Cool. That's my turn. We high five. Right, right here, you are up. Or do we low five? Because we're both halflings. <laughs> Dope. Um, attack this ice method. All right. So. Yeah, unarmed strike. Punch him in the schnozzle. A 16 does hit. For uh, six damage. Six damage? Cool. And then I guess another one. Another Go for it. unarmed strike. Another one. Uh, 12. I don't know if that hits. 12 does hit. In front of the six cool. Nice. Right in the schnozzle. And then I'll, uh, yeah, I'll use a bonus action and just do a flurry of blows and hit him with two more. Okay, go for it. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, regardless of how you slice it, uh, this ice method, you you essentially slam it into a falling ice crystal behind it. Uh, and as you do, uh, the core solidifies and then explodes. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Julio. A nat 20. Uh you have seen this pattern uh, form from all of these methods as they explode uh, on their, their death and you brace yourself before the, the explosion happens uh, blocking yourself from uh, the, the oncoming onslaught of ice. And as you do, you completely protect yourself. Um, and with that, you are able to escape the, the rest of the cave uh, as you, you exit the, uh into the open air uh see the the bright blue sky you hear a thunderous noise as the uh ice that had been supporting some of the rocks and and um sculptures that that led to the interior of the frost gauntlet uh since that ice has melted those rocks have have now fallen and uh you, you hear the the tunnel uh to the frost gauntlet completely cave in um and does that mean Rylus and them are yeah, where did they, they die? Dead? Don't see. Oof. Go ahead and make a perception check. Mm. Hope you let us down on that one. Yeah, sorry. That's <laughs> okay. We love you. Maybe Vor has something up his sleeve. So John has a 13. Uh, Tobar has a 10. Right here has a 16. Low has eight and Vor has a 12. So the highest is 16. Right here, as you're you're leaving the uh the cave, um you you look off to the the left as you're you're walking out into the sun and you see look to maybe be tracks uh in the the ice. It's kind of hard to to tell. Um it's it, it's hard to to really see uh with the the ice melt, but you you Get the sense that there might be some tracks out there. Looks like they might have gone this way. Um, with that, I need to find it, but I know I can, because we're in mountains, I can track perfectly anything that I'm hunting. Okay. So I'd like to follow their tracks. Okay. And uh, on that note, that's where we'll end tonight's session. 